This podcast is brought to you by Anchor, the fastest and easiest way to make a podcast. But more on that later. For now, let's get right into today's podcast. Quick reminder before we get into today's episode of the podcast, I want to remind every single one of you to go to our podcast page on Instagram at Listen to This Why You Shit. Go over to our Twitter page at Listen and Shit. Give us a follow on both accounts. We post clips three times a week on both accounts. And if you have the time and if you are an iOS user, iPhone, iPad, MacBook, whatever you got, I need you to go over to the Apple Podcast app, leave a rating review. Uh, whether you hate the podcast or you love the podcast, doesn't matter. Reviews help the podcast, get recommended to more people. And since you're already on your phone or your MacBook or your tablet or your iPad, whatever the fuck you're using, uh, go over to YouTube. Just hop, skip over to YouTube and uh, subscribe to our channel at Listen to This Why You Shit. Uh, hit the bell icon to get notified whenever I drop a new video. Um, I'm poor and I want to make money off this shit. And subscribing will really help a lot. Just all you got to do is subscribe. Come on, say it with me. Subscribe. No, I know. It's weird. But, like, I know you're in your car right now, so it's fine. Subscribe. Matter of fact, I know you're on a bus right now, and you're not trying to look crazy. I get it. Come on, just mouth it with me. You ready? One, two, three. Subscribe. It's my shit. See, this right here is not a preview of what the album gonna bring you. Nothing like that. Sharing things I think quietly with those that admire me. Remember interview diaries or something like that. Wear my heart up on my sleeve and I bleed for you. Cooking beats, hoping to reach like each one you. But not release trust if you feel like my shit is weak. When you see me in the street, just speak. I'll refund you. This sample is yelling, me. Bitch, yeah, please don't sue me. Cause I ain't one of these rappers out here front like you got a nigga. I ain't fucking got a nigga. Throwing thousands in the shirt club with Drizzy. Difference is he throwing four, he throwing 50. Lord forgive me, bitch, you saying you a rapper, nigga. Ain't you pulled the tip more? I don't see no pussy, baby. Ain't you pulled the shit more? Confessions of a cheap ass nigga. But I finally put my mama in that E class nigga. And I told her quit a job or hold your horses. If my next album flop is back to the post office. Both, Both of us, shit. They saying that's a real possibility. The thought alone is killing me. I think I need to let it go. I need to let it go. I think I need to let it go, let it go, let it go. I think I need to let it go. Nothing even matters. Anticipating rain, I can't make the same mistakes again. The 90s niggas rate the game. And left us with a battered and bruised bitch with a few kids. A pussy loop with the true sieve. I love her, no she ain't perfect, but who is? Hosein, Cole, you is. Don't be silly, ma, cause really I just a born sinner. The opposite of a winter. Cold summer, I predict another winter. Cause I'm thinner. Drop knowledge like a five percenter. Fuck the builder bird, nigga, show him guys sent you. Rhyme with the skill, as if nice winter. College on scholarship, met pocket set on down with you. And when they wasn't right around, they fucking lied. Oh, uh, yes, man. That's a J. Cole, Cold Summer. 
This is another episode of the Listen to This White Shit Podcast, the home of Potty Mouse, the only podcast that encourages you to listen to white shit, the fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts. Not Google that because that is a fact, though. Who are you going to believe, nigga? Me or Google? They're minding your data right now. Be a friend of them niggas. I'm your host, Dom Sharp. I'm back with some new content. I go to fucking head with. Remember, baby, I love you. You are loved. And have a good day at work, sweetie. Mwah. I don't know why I called you baby in the beginning of that. Um, yeah, man. I'm back again. This is your second this is your second friendly reminder to go uh subscribe to our YouTube channel, listen to this while you shit. Follow us on Twitter at listen and shit. Follow us on Instagram at listen to this while you shit. Uh, if you want updates on the podcast, I usually post them on the Instagram page at listen to this while you shit. Um actually somebody DM me about th- two or three weeks ago. It's like, why don't you ever shout out your actual Instagram in the beginning? Because my actual Instagram is trash. I don't post there. I post more frequently on the listen to this page than I do on my Instagram. Besides, if you want to follow me somewhere, you can follow me on Twitter. But if you go to our Twitter page and listen to this while you should, which you should do, go follow us at first. My at name is inside the bio, so you can go follow me on Twitter. I'm not going to say it here, but just go to, just go to the Twitter page at listen to shit. My at name is in the bio. Follow me. But yeah, man, I don't think I put out an episode last week. I mean, I did. I put out, I talked about um, uh, the Walter Wallace situation a little bit. I gave like a quick little 15 minutes on that. But that was the episode last week. I put that out on my birthday, which was last Tuesday. Um, I actually had an idea for what I wanted that episode, like my, like my birthday episode to be. I wanted to get drunk with my friends. I wanted everybody to sit around and talk and tell stories about me. Just, you know, give me my fucking flowers type shit. But um. The Walter Wallace situation happened, and then I had got a job, so it wasn't really, you know, it wasn't no time to do that, honestly. And yes, I did get a job. I have a job now. Um, yes, sir. There we go. That's the bomb. Drop a bomb on that. Uh, am I excited for it? Yeah, it's a good job. It's a nice paying job. It's something I like to do. I'm about to make in some real money now. But um, is it um, is it easy? No. I'm actually tired as fuck. My first two days were um, Friday and Saturday. Um, if you don't know, I work in kitchens. So Friday and Saturdays in kitchens are pretty, usually pretty hectic days. And my last restaurant I worked in, a Friday and Saturday was like a big day too. But like the amount of takes we did at my new restaurant, we did about 100 both days, around 100. That's like an amazing day at my old restaurant. We was like celebrating. We got to 100 tickets. Just food though. We got 100 food orders. We were celebrating. But um, at my new restaurant, we niggas got two hundred tickets, and it was like, oh, th- oh, this is a slow day. So expect me to um be tired a lot more. Like right now, I'm tired. I'm recording this on Monday, eleven twenty eight a.m. because I didn't record it last night. I was doing too much shit last night to record on Sunday, and um, so I'm recording right now. It's gonna come out today too. You should have it by today. But um, yeah, I got a job now, so. I don't know how this affects the schedule. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to make sure that it doesn't affect the schedule. Um, I want to ask my chef for Sunday, Monday off because you guys know Sunday, Mondays are my off days. Whenever I get a job, I love these days off because Sundays I get to watch the Eagles game, and if there's no Eagles game, when I get to record my podcast on Monday, I get to have to me. Uh, well, now it's going to be Monday's going to be strictly dedicated to editing clips, so I can have those clips ready for the week. Also, I know I haven't. I haven't been putting out clips as frequently. Uh, that's because I don't feel like it. There's no lying there. Like, I can't, I ain't gonna hold you. I don't be feeling like you, dog. Like, 
this whole operation running it by myself takes a lot out of me. And sometimes I just don't be feeling creative enough to do all that. And um, But I want to start doing it more, especially since I'm going to be working more often now. So it's just like I won't have the same time to put in to, like, you know, promoting the podcast. For a while there, I would just hop on Twitter and I would just, like, type in uh, podcast recommendations. Uh, shit, shit like that on Twitter. And then I would just tweet niggas my link. I would do that all day. But I can't do that anymore if I'm at work. So I need to get better at um, having these um, having these things prepared. So that's what I'm going to do. Uh, so, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed the Walter Wilders episode. Not because it was funny, not because it was entertaining, but because um, it was some real shit I said. But now it's time to get back to some funnies and shit is entertaining. So uh, let's start off this week with a hip-hop topic. Uh, so Meg Thee Stallion, she won uh, uh, Artist of the Year at the BET Hip Hop Awards. By the way, every year I know the BET Hip Hop Awards come on in October. Everybody knows this. That's that's just tradition. It, it always comes on in October. But I never know when it comes on anymore. Like, it was a point in time in high school when I was, like, 16, 15, 17, where, like, that was, like, a Twitter family event. Like, everybody would hop on a timeline. Everybody would live tweet it. That don't happen as much anymore. It's not a thing that we do. I think it's because we don't live. None of us really got cable anymore to live tweet shit. So it's not a thing that we participate in. But I want to get back to that eventually. But uh, I digress. Meg Thee Stallion, she won Artist of the Year, and people were mad that she won it. Saying that the baby deserved it more or a little baby deserved it more. People were saying that the only reason she won it was because Tory Lane shot her. And I'm just like, the misogyny is jumping out of you, a lot of you niggas. It's jumping out a lot of you niggas. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and act like it's not a close race because it was. Anybody who say it wasn't a close race, you're lying to yourself. You're lying. Like, the baby had a good year. Like, he had a pretty good year last year. It was a pretty good year. Like, we're not counting COVID, but the year before that, pretty good year. Lil Baby, pretty good year. But Meg Thee Stallion had a great year. Like, she just had too big of a year. She's on one of the biggest rap songs in the world right now, WAP. She's on it. She got a feature from Beyonce. There's no, like, I, 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 I can, I, if you made an argument, like a real compelling argument for why the baby or Lil Baby deserved it, I will probably listen to you. But a lot of you niggas aren't making an argument. It just sound like misogyny and you don't like women. That's what it sound like. Because Meg had a great year when it comes to being that artist. Like not many people get a Beyonce feature. She did. Meg has had several songs pop off this year. Several. Several. And by the way, I listened to that little EP she had. It wasn't that good. It was. I'm going to be real. It's, it, it wasn't that good. It wasn't that good of an EP. But she got some songs. She still had three or four songs that pop off this year. Mr. Uh, uh, Captain Hook came out this year. Uh, Savage came out this year. I'm a Savage. I don't know the name of that song. I just know I'm a Savage. That shit came out here. Uh, uh, that, that shit came out this year. And also, uh, Watt came out this year. Meg Thee Stallion has not been stopped by COVID. COVID has not stopped her bad. She did a virtual concert. Two artists in hip-hop that I know of has done a virtual concert. Only two that I know of. Now, maybe more, now you can correct me in the comments, but two artists that I know of has done a virtual concert this year. It's Lil Uzi and Meg Thee Stallion. That's it. The only two hip-hop artists that I know of. What'd that tell you? 
we all know Lil Uzi is number one when it comes to new generation of rappers. There's no there. If you say Little Baby, you're stupid. Little Uzi's number one. He's a top number one rapper. There's nobody. There's nobody above him. He's number one. You don't sell two hundred thousand back to back albums that come at back to back week not to be number one. He's number one. Now you know Lil Baby, the baby played with Cardi. All those niggas somewhere. Apology. All those niggas can all those niggas can fall somewhere underneath Little Uzi, but Little Uzi's number one. So if he got a virtual concert and Meg got a virtual concert, what that says? That says Meg is number one. She's number one woman artist and for sure at least number two or three hip-hop artist, period. And by the way, we should stop separating those two things. We should. But there is a distinction between uh, man rap and woman rap. There is a distinction. Rather, like, it's not being sexist, but the like the content is different. So I think it's easier to put these people into boxes. But that's not to say the music isn't good by Mac. Like, I may not um, understand or relate to everything she says, but I can appreciate a good song when I hear it. I can appreciate a catchy hook when I hear it. I know when TikTok catch something, I know what's going to be there. So don't give me the bullshit that Mag doesn't deserve artist of the year because you are misogynist. That's all it comes down to, bro. You hate women. And that's okay. No, it's not okay. But just say it. Just say you hate women so we can get over this. Because none of you niggas are making actual arguments about why the baby earned it. The baby year this year, 2020, has not been that good of a year for him. If we being frank. From October... 2019 to, to October 2020, ain't that it has not been that good of a year for him. He's dropped two albums in that time frame because I believe the Kirk album came out in like November of uh of uh, 19. So he dropped out she dropped two albums since then. Um and he dropped he was Kirk and Blame It on Baby, I believe, came out in that time frame. Mac has dropped, I think, one EP and a whole bunch of singles. But the, their years are different. Like now, I don't know much about Lil Baby. I know I don't like Lil Baby that much because Lil Baby ain't really my steez, but I know for a fact that Meg, year, been going. Her year ain't stop. She ain't stopped winning this year. She ain't stopped. By the way, while I'm here on this topic, I want you niggas to stop saying that the baby uses the same flow in every song, cause it's such a tired, such a tired meme. It's a few things that that, that the internet has made cool that are just tired meme, like gonna being fat. That's a dead meme. Shut the fuck up. Um. Thoughts Twitter, cut it out. I hate thoughts Twitter. I hate when people just post a picture and be like, thoughts, cut it out. Get it the fuck out of here. And also, the baby uses the same flow in every song. Get it the fuck out of here. Because every artist you look on listen to, going to use the same flow on every song. That's how hip-hop work. Why do you think people can do like like impressions of these rappers? Like this is what a, a Play Bacardi song would sound like. This is what a Drake song would sound like. They do it because they saw these rappers have blueprints. These rappers have done several songs that sound very similar, but only the baby catches flag for it. Why? Because we don't like the baby no more? Now, there could be argument made that the baby uses the same flow and other artists have two or three. But I don't think the baby uses the same flow. I think it's the same pocket. It's the same pocket for sure. He sits in the same, like he picked beats that sound similar to sit in similar pockets, but the flow is never the same. Meg Thee Stallion uses similar flows and similar pockets on every song. It's the same pocket. Nobody says nothing to her. Same flow, same pocket. And nobody says nothing about this. Like nobody, like I don't, I don't get it. Rappers, rappers have rappers use similar flows and similar cadences because that's how rap works. 
when you listen to a J Cole song, you know what you about to. You are know what you know what you are signing up for. When when you listen to a Migos song, you know what you are signing up for. When you listen to a Drake song, you know what you are signing up for. When you listen to a Little Uzi verse song, you know what you are signing up for. When you listen to a Little Baby song, you know what you are signing up for. When you listen to a Nicki Minaj song, you know what you are signing up for. How come when you listen to a Baby song, you like ah change it up? No, you know what you are signing up for. Stop acting like we didn't know it was gonna be the same flow when he did Shug in that other song. Uh, huh? No, that's no. What was that one? When he was in, he was in the street with his arm up doing that shit. It was the same exact flow on both those songs, and both those songs went crazy. They cut it out. Rappers use similar flows. They do. Rappers have one flow or two flows, and that's what they rock out with. And you niggas on the internet are making it a big deal when it's not a big deal. It's like you niggas never listened to music before, and that shit kind of pisses me off. It's like, have you never heard a rap song before? Have you never heard an album from a rapper before? <laughs> Drake may be the most versatile artist of all time. He may be. But even Drake himself has like three flows. But those three flows he put in 17 different accents to trick us. <laughs> Drake. <laughs> and I love Drake. But he got like four flows. That's it. He got rapping Drake. He got trap Drake. Then he got uh, singing Drake. But then these three flows right here, he'll he'll do like a British accent. He's like a Jamaican accent. He do a OVO accent. He do like Atlanta accent. Like these three flows will get different accents to trick us to, to make us think it's more than those three flows. It's not. It's the same three flows, Drake. We see through it. We see through the bullshit. Rappers use the same flows. Get over yourself. I hate it here, man. I hate it, dog. God, that's I, I hate the internet and how how corny you niggas are sometimes. Like you niggas just make shit a meme and a, a thing that everybody like a a, a a a fucking repetitive callback joke that everybody does, even when a joke is not funny no more. The whole gunner being fat shit is not funny. I've looked at pics of gunner be like, this nigga's not fat. His face a little chunky, a little fat, but he's not a fat dude. I'm fat. I wear 42 waist jeans. Gunna jean size is, is definitely smaller than mine's. Gunna wear about 36. Like that's small in men's. Like that's that that's a small dude. Gunna is not a big dude, dog. Cut that shit out. I just hate the internet sometimes. I do. And that leads me into things I learned on Twitter this week because I hated a lot of things I saw. I'm not hated, but I, I was a lot of things I saw on the internet this week. That I want to talk about. And some things I saw maybe last week I didn't get a chance to talk about. But um, for all my Twitter users, because everybody know I'm a big Twitter guy. Um, Twitter took away the quote, the quote tweet and the retweet button. So if I, if, if I can find a picture of it, I'll put it right here next to my face. Um, there was um, a button on Twitter, right? When you clicked on it, it was the it was a regular retweet button. When you clicked on it, and then, and then you had an option whether you wanted to quote tweet it or just regular retweet it. They took that feature away. Now, when you click on the retweet button, they open up the tweet, and then you gotta retweet it. Yeah, I gotta click the retweet button, or you type and retweet. It's a longer process, and everybody hates it. It, it makes no fucking sense. For, for the audio listeners, I'll make sure that I screen record myself doing it and put it right by my head. So check out the video where I post it because it's so fucking dumb. Why should why do I got to open up the whole tweet if I just want to retweet it? Sometimes I don't want to quote tweet some shit. So making me open up the whole tweet does not make sense. 
the way the way the button worked before was fine. Nobody was mad at the button. The button made perfect sense. Quote tweet, retweet. Are you gonna quote tweet something? Okay, quote it, uh, open it up, write your words on top of it. Oh, you don't want to quote tweet it? You just want to retweet it? Okay, well, click the retweet button and keep it pushing. Why? Why? It makes no sense. And usually I don't update my phone for this exact reason. I don't update apps because I want to know what y'all don't like about the app before I before I update it. So I usually I'll just I'll just keep I'll just keep the old older version. But I think on my new phone I never set it up to like um it's not auto update apps. I gotta go in the app store myself and do it. So apps has been updated by themselves. And this is the time where I wish it did because I really wish I'd had the old retweet button. The first day this shit the first day I saw it, I was on a timeline and I was trying to retweet something. I was like, what the fuck? Why why can't I? I kept opening it and closing it because it kept opening up like I was going quote tweet it. I like, no, I don't want to quote tweet, I just want to retweet. And then I saw somebody on Twitter was like, nah, you gotta press the retweet button in the corner. I'm like, nah, that's the that that is the send tweet button. And I was like, no, when you don't type anything, it's the retweet button. I was like, what the fuck? It's like these tech companies making it hard on us. Cause uh, I wanna know the business meeting that they had to be like, nah, this is a good idea. Let's move forward with this. Now this makes sense for our users. This is gonna make life easier for our users. I wanna I wanna sit down in that meeting because I know the niggas that's in that meeting are dumb. Ain't no way they sat in the boardroom was like, this shit is gonna make shit easier because it doesn't. It made everything harder. Now, granted, first world problems, I get it. I'm not I'm not starving. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, struggling to eat at night. I'm not. First world problems. I know. I get it. At the same time, though, I live in the first world. I want to be able to retweet things the easiest possible way. If I'm scrolling through Twitter, I just want to press a button and keep scrolling. I don't have to open up the goddamn tweet. God damn it. I hate it here, dog. I hate it. I, I, I'm going to start a petition. I want all my listeners, if I started a petition to get... <laughs> to get Twitter to go back to the old cold tweet retweet system, would you guys sign it? I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm probably I probably make it after I edit this podcast, put it together, I put it out. And if you want to, and if you want, if you want the button to go back to the way it was, you quote tweet you you quote tweet that shit. What I'm talking about? You go sign that fucking petition, and we'll get the old retweet button back because this shit is ridiculous. Okay. In other in other news on Twitter, um, Lil Nas X uh, he decided to cosplay as a Nicki Minaj for Halloween. Um, I got a few homophobic jokes I can make, but they're not funny yet. So they're just gonna be straight homophobia. It's just it's just homophobic because I'm not gonna make them. I don't got nothing funny like homophobic. I think anything is homophobia, racism, all that shit is funny as long as it's funny. But if it's not funny, then you're just a dick. So I don't, it's not funny yet in my head, so I'm not going to say it. But what I will say is, them tits was titting, dog. Hey, if you've seen the pic, he had, like, the fake tits. I don't know how he did it, but he had some fake tits. Them tits was titting. It was weird because I had to block out his face. I was like, I will beat this because you can still see he looked like Lil Nas. And I was like, I had to block out his face. I'm like, hey, I will beat this. Them tits was titting, doggy. <laughs> uh, this was t- Yo, sometimes, I, sometimes I be forgetting how gay Lil Nas X is. Like I forget that he's gay sometimes, um, because um, he doesn't really present as like a feminine gay man. For the most part, he's kind of masculine. Uh, for the most part, he's masculine. 
so it's hard to like you know you you kind of forget but that was the first time i seen him be like feminine and also he's a barb so it's like you know what i'm saying i actually read one of the comments on the tweet they was like i thought and then the nigga said well i thought you were a top and i was like damn i never thought about it like that but i definitely thought Lil Nas X was a top and then i saw that uh that cosplay i was like well i guess he isn't a top no more niggas definitely bottom out to some musker or white dude and i know Lil Nas X like white dudes i know he do and he can't tell me he don't Lil Nas, you like white penis lie to me lie i dare you to lie to me all you all you famous gay black dudes like white penis all of them fucking tyler creator steve lacy all you uh the fucking niggas from Rockhampton. all you niggas like white dudes you like white dudes don't you little nas tell me now do you like white dudes you fucking white dude lover fucking ridiculous he's definitely bottoming out to some masculine white dude named tommy <laughs> well i don't know why little nas x fucking some white dude named tommy is funny to me but it's funny to me um, in the spirit of Halloween, cause Halloween just left. We, let's talk about a little more costumes. Uh, some of the worst costumes I've seen, it was two really bad costumes. It was two unanimous, like really bad costumes I saw on Twitter that were like, this shit is just bad. So it was one where a parent dressed up her daughter as Breonna Taylor. Wow. Worst costume in the history of costumes. Bitch did not read the room one bit one fucking bitch she put this little girl in a jean in a jean jacket and some jean pants and then posted a picture of brianna taylor right next to her was like we just support her and we just doing our part and i'm like no bitch that's not the way <laughs> go give money to a gofundme but don't dress your daughter up don't dress your daughter up as brianna taylor <laughs> like a, a person's death should not be a costume. Like a real world person's black death should not be a costume. Like Brianna Taylor is is a name we all know only because she died at the hand of at the hands of the police. Only reason we know her name. That's not a reason to make her a costume though. Don't dress up as her. I didn't think I was ever going to have to sit on this podcast talking to this microphone and say, don't dress up as dead black people who got killed by the police. That didn't seem like common sense. Like, that's, like I feel like this is some shit a racist white dude would do. He dressed up as, like, Trayvon Martin or some shit. Like, that's crazy. Like, you don't dress up as dead people who got killed by white people. That's not that's like dressing up as Emmett Till. What the fuck is wrong with you, dog? That's not normal. That costume was really bad. It was like really insensitive. Um and it wasn't necessarily funny like this next one. So then I saw somebody dress up as um Meg the Stallion and Tory Lanez. <laughs> this one was actually kind of funny. I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. This one was kind of funny to me. Now I got a fucked up sense of humor, but when I saw it, I giggled. I ain't gonna lie. To you. I giggled. I was like, look at these dummies. It's only funny because they got to do a pose to let you know who they are. Like, if you just saw them and, like, the party, they'd be like, oh, they just came in regular clothes. But now, nah, once they do the pose, like, oh, no, I'm Tori shooting Meg. It makes sense, but it's like, <laughs> the hoops you got to go through. To... Listen, rule of thumb for a Halloween costume. Rule of thumb. If somebody can't look at you and, and know who you are, it's probably not a good costume. Probably not a good costume, unless you like, unless it's like a niche meme. If you're, if like, if, if like you're going out as a meme, that's different. 
Why is it different? Because ne- memes can be niche. Maybe a meme haven't gotten to that person's timeline yet. That's different. But this is the story that we all know. We all know the uh, the Meg and Toy Story. So it's not like it, it's not niche. Everybody knows this shit. So if niggas can't tell who you are. Bad costume. It was a bad costume. And it, it was kind of funny, though. It was kind of funny. But definitely insensitive because black women are not playing right now, dog. Not not the time. Not the time. Also, Cameron dressed up. Cameron and my man, Cameron, you know Cameron, and uh, his college friend, Kahari, who's actually my friend through uh, Proxy, they dressed up as uh, Andre 3000 and Big Boy. These niggas dressed up as Outkast. I don't know if the picture's still going to be up on the story, but if it is, I'll post it right here by my head. That shit was that. That was a bad costume. It was bad. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I'm to, <laughs> this may not work. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Y'all. I'm, about, I'm about to call Cam. See if he answered. Yo. Yo, bro. What's good, fam? Hey, bro. Hey, bro. You got any pictures of you and Kahari dressed up as a hundred thousand, the big boy? Yeah. Could you uh could you send them to me? Pause. Sure. Why? I don't know, bro. I'm just doing a little something for my podcast. Niggas about to make fun of me. (laughs) Just say that. I mean, yeah, bro. You kind of on the pod right now, too, bro. We, I definitely just say your costume was bad. I was about to say the audio sound different, too. I must be on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, bro. We got. Uh, yeah, bro. Me and the listeners are gonna laugh at you this week. <laughs> yeah, all right, so, bro, can you send me a picture so I can put it in the in the in the video? I only got one good John. I sent it to you. All right, good. <laughs> all right, bro. I'm gonna call you later. All right, bro. <laughs> that costume was bad. I had to. I had to get him on the line. Let him know he just got made fun of on his podcast. <laughs> so those are some of the worst Halloween costumes I saw this week. Actually, um, actually, it's one more thing I saw on Twitter. Not this week, but last week. Um, sweetie, 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 sweetie. This is something I talked about a lot last week. I just didn't get a chance to talk about on the podcast. Sweetie. First of all, sweetie, very attractive woman, girl next door woman, but, but, don't tell me how to live. You are rich. Don't do it. So, sweetie was on was on Instagram Live, and all the big publications talked about it. Actually, the time I talked about it for longer than we should have, she hopped on she hopped on live and said. If he can't pay your bills, if he can't buy you a Birkin, give him back to the streets. To which I said, bitch, I belong to them. You can't give me back to the place I belong. Like, I don't, and I heard some women saying, nah, it's not about that. It's about, like, applying it to your tax bracket. No, you are smart and you took it that way. But a lot of people are saying, buy me a Birkin, bitch. 12.2 million Americans are unemployed right now, and we talking about some Birkin bags. Is that the conversation we had on the time? This shit made me uh, extremely angry because I was like, first of all, bitch, you can't afford a Birkin. You cannot afford a Birkin bag. Why are we talking? If you can't, I feel like the rule of thumb of women, 
If you can't afford it yourself, don't ask nobody else to get it for you. That's how I feel too. If I can't afford it myself, I'm not asking nobody else to get it for me. If I can't afford it myself, then it's then it's then it's a gift. Thank you, because I could have bought this for myself. Thank you. If I can't afford it myself, then you tricking off, bitch. I ain't no trick. Do you know how much Birkin bags cost? Ten thousand dollars. There's Americans right now who haven't made ten thousand dollars this year. They've been unemployed. They haven't even made that money. And you niggas talking about some buy me a Birkin. Like it's it is it is it is embarrassing how we talk. It is embarrassing how we let these rich people dictate what's love in our lives. It's so embarrassing to me. And I love Sweetie. I think Sweetie's a very attractive girl. I love tapping. I love that song. When I'm outside, I hear it. I go tap, tap, tap. I love it. But that's an excuse the fact that she telling broke people how to live her rich-ass lifestyle. Then I seen a conversation going around about how black women shouldn't have to settle. And if black women want Birkins, then we going to get our Birkins. I was like, bitch, this isn't about settling. Listen, I believe in a phrasing, you can have whatever you want within reason. Shout out uh, a value select. You can have whatever you want within reason. Like, you're not about to break the bank on me, bitch. I'm not rich. Like, I can't give you everything you want. I can't. But within reason, I could make it happen. If you say, hey, babe. Give me a Michael Kors bag. Michael Kors bag ain't that expensive. I could get you one of those, three, four hundred dollars. I I got you by Christmas. Give me a few weeks. That's 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 you know that's that's not settling. That's compromise. And I think that people need to realize the difference between settling and compromise. Settling is settling for less than what you wanted, less than what you expected, and accepting less. Compromising is coming to the realization of what I was asking for is above my means, and compromising is something that's more within your means. Compromise. Settling is you having all the tools to get that thing and not getting it because you just ain't try hard enough. Compromising is realizing I can't get that thing, so I settle I compromise for something that with is with within my means. Live within your means. You niggas like you can't do that. I heard I was listening to Bring Idiots this week, and I'm not. I don't. I don't know if this is a fact, but one of the women was talking about how um, I forget her name, but she said that um, you can't even go into the Birkin back store and buy a Birkin. Most of the Birkin Birkin is like so exclusive. Like, you got to be approved for a Birkin bag. You can't just buy one. You have to be approved for the bag. The, like, the, like, like, the fucking creator of the bag who handcrafts them got to say, no, I'll make you a bag, and then you could buy it from him. If he doesn't approve you, you don't get a bag. So most of the Birkin bags that people have are bags that rich white people have had forever, and they just resell them. That's what a Birkin is. You niggas want resold bags? Is that what you bitches ask for? I just don't get it. Like, live within your means. A lot of you living above your means. You need to come down three notches, just three, and live within your means. And stop listening to what these rich people got to say, yo. 
They are not normal. They don't live life like you and I. <laughs> they live in fantasy world, fantasy land. Their lifestyle is not the same. It just ain't. So please leave them white, leave them white folk alone. Oh my god. Okay. So that was um that was pretty much everything I wanted to talk about this week. A pretty short episode. Um. I don't have a whole story this week neither, so fuck you. Um, I love you, but fuck you. So no whole story this week. Um, let's 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 get right into song of the week. This song is called "Text Me" by Deontay by Deontay Hitchcock and Road Dreams. Everybody knows I love Deontay Hitchcock. I played this man several times on this podcast. I'm gonna keep playing him too. Text me when you get home. Text me when you get on I've been thinking about you, you know you're thinking about me, mm-hmm. yeah, sex me when you get home, sex me when you get home, yeah. I've been thinking about you, you know you're thinking about me, Hit me whenever you get off of work so that I can make sure yeah. that you get off again. You know that pussy is 10 out of 10, and you know how I get when I get off that hand. I know you tired, they sit on my chin for a set, take a breath, take a load off a minute. Soon as you take off them clothes, get the business. Fuck you to sleep, then I doze off a penny. Love when you poppin' shit, you get on top, it get hard as a rock. No, I can't go the opposite. She suck me up with no hand, play that walkin' shit. Out the mystic and dick in your esophagus. She got me clumsy because I be dropping dick on her. Put her to sleep at time. We can 6 9 baby, I ain't gonna tell Telling you when you and me got to sit up my line. Text me when you get home. Sex me when you get home. I've been thinking about you. No, you thinking about me. Sex me when you get home. Sex me when you get home. I've been thinking about you. Okay, 404737102 Deuce You can hit my phone when you need your back blown in a new spine. Lock the door, rock the boat up in that water. I should start a cruise line. She'd have been at home all day, but I'd have made her come a few times. Been bed the couch and working out with two tired. Fuck it though, we switching gears. Shout the magic with the mouth. She take it out and make the thing disappear. I killed the pussy, got away with murder like Viola, but no strings attached. Resuscitation separate. Rain both the list, mouth to mouth to bring it back. Hey. Sex me when you get home. Sex me when you get morning. I've been thinking about you. No, you thinking about me. Sex me when you get home. Sex me when you get morning. I've been thinking about you. You don't fuck with them. That was Deontay Hitchcock. Text me, featuring Roe James. Um, 
I love Deontay Hitchcock. One day I'm going to have him on this podcast because he's not a big rapper yet. This song's been out for about a week. Only got 6,000 views. I can get him. I can get him on this podcast. I know I can. Deon- please, Deontay Hitchcock, please come on my podcast. I can Zoom you in. We can have a Zoom meeting. I love your music. Matter of fact, I might DM your management today while, while I'm off work. I'm going to DM your management, see if you want to do my podcast. But... This has been another episode of the Listen to My Shit Podcast. I'm a potty mouse, the only podcast that encourages you to listen to my shit, the fastest growing podcast in history of podcasts. Not Google that because that is a fact, though. We're going to believe, nigga. Me or Google, they're minding a data right now. Be afraid of them niggas. I have a job now. I was working about 50 to 60 hours a week. Um, so if podcasts slow down, I'm sorry. But what I will try to do is I'll try to, like, stack up on them. I try to get Cam in here to do episode. I try to get um, – I'll, I'll start doing more interviews on my day offs to stack up on them. So if in case I do get backed up at work and I can't put out one that week, I'll have a few stacked up so you guys don't, like, you know, lose content out. And I don't lose content out. Both of us want to keep this shit going. Also, before I keep going, shout out to my friends over at the Podcast and Chill Show. They started their Patreon. Um Shout out to them, man. Go go subscribe to the podcast and chill show um, podcast, even though I've been asking them niggas to do a fucking collab podcast for months now. But I love those guys. Those guys were actually, um, that podcast was the first podcast I ever did in my life. It was like episode fucking 20 or some shit. Very early in their episode. There's like, they got like 100 episodes going already. But um, like 150, I think, somewhere around there. But yeah, um, shout out to them, man. I fucking love those dudes, and they got their Patreon going. They actually got some merch that you get for free when you start when you sign up for their Patreon. I'm not gonna lie to you; that was an idea I had once my podcast got more listeners. I was gonna start the Patreon, and then I was gonna give you like a twenty five dollar tier merch, and and on that twenty five dollar tier, you were gonna get some free merch. Um, but that's not really the original idea. I'm pretty sure they stole it from somebody. I stole it from somebody. So whatever, I'm I'm still going to do it. So just be prepared for that. But go shout out, but shout out to them niggas, man. Go go sub to their Patreon. You can just sub. You can sub for lowest five dollars. Uh, shout out Dove. Shout out Kelly. Shout out uh, uh shit. Shout out all them niggas. Um, but I have been your host, Dom Sharp. The two things in this world that every human has opinions and assholes. And I just happen to be an asshole with an opinion. Thanks for listening. Wow, did you listen to that whole podcast? No, like seriously, the whole thing you listened to? Uh-uh, you're lying. You did not listen to that whole thing. How are you single? It doesn't make how? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but nah, seriously, Um, thank you. I appreciate you so much for listening to that whole podcast. It means the world to me that you listen to that whole thing. But if you really listen to that whole thing and you enjoyed the content that you just heard, I need you to do me a few favors, okay? I need you to go over to our Instagram page at listen to this why you shit. Go over to our Twitter page at listen and shit and give us a follow on both accounts. And since you're on social media already, I need you to share this content with your friends. If you really if you really enjoy the content that you just heard, share it with the people that you fuck with. Post it on your Instagram story. Tweet about it. Post it on Facebook. Doesn't matter to me. Share the content with people so I can grow. If I grow, we grow. This is a family over here, dog. I know that sound like cheesy and shit. That's what like YouTubers say. We're like, no, what's up, fam? Nah, but honestly, like, I appreciate everybody who listens to this. Like, if if like 
go on my Instagram. Like I, I respond to damn near all the comments to of people who comment on the page. I really want to build a community, and I really want you to be a part of this community, and I want your friends to be a part of this community. I want all of us to have inside jokes that only we get from this podcast. So thank you. I appreciate you, and I can't wait to see you next week. Wow, have a good day.